Welcome to the Wolf Sports Show. It turns out we are having an episode this week, but it will be focused on, I think, the sports story of the year already. Legendary quarterback Tom Brady officially retired after 22 seasons, and we'll have a Super Bowl episode next week. But this episode must focus on Brady's retirement. Selfishly, I was somewhat sad when I heard the news officially on Tuesday, because while I did not take Brady's career for granted and knew I was lucky to be able to watch it, I definitely thought we might see him play another few years still, given that he's at the top of the game, even at 44 years old. Seven Super Bowls, went to 10 Super Bowls total, five-time Super Bowl MVP, six game-winning fourth-quarter overtime drives in the Super Bowl, three-time league MVP, and it should have been more than that. Unanimous selection to the NFL's 100th anniversary team. The consistency was unmatched. He was pretty much the best player in the league every year for at least the past 15 years. All-time leader in wins, passing yards, passing touchdowns, just about everything, both regular and postseason. Also led the only undefeated regular season in the 16-game era. Just led the league in yardage and touchdowns at 44 years old. He never showed any signs of slowing down. If anything, he got better as he aged because his physical attributes did not dwindle. His arm actually might have gotten stronger later in his career, but he had seen everything defenses have thrown at him over the years. Master level doesn't even describe the way Brady saw the game, given all the experience he had. To me, Brady was locked in as the greatest quarterback and arguably the best football player and athlete in history when he led the comeback against the Seahawks in Super Bowl Forty Nine with the Patriots down 10 points in the fourth quarter for his first championship in a decade and the start of another dynastic run for New England. That was probably the best comeback in Super Bowl history at the time, considering the Seattle defense after completely shutting down a record-breaking Broncos squad the year before was one of the best in history. Then Brady somehow topped it with the 20-3 comeback versus the Falcons in Super Bowl 51. At that point, at the end of the comeback against the Falcons, you just knew Brady was going to lead his team to a game-winning touchdown in overtime. It was just an absolute lock. Even from watching at home, I'll never forget the feeling of knowing what was going to happen. I think everyone felt that. Sure enough, Brady fired pinpoint passes and led the Pats down the field for a touchdown in their fifth title. Brady was as close as it gets to a sure thing when the game was on the line, and you could count on him ensuring that his team never got blown out in the postseason, as was on full display in the final game of his career. Then he and the Patriots won another, with another go-ahead fourth-quarter drive a couple of years later. Between the fifth and sixth championships, he threw for 505 yards and three touchdowns in a Super Bowl loss in Super Bowl 52. With six titles, TB12 was already the greatest in the eyes of everyone aside from the total haters, but there were still some of them. So leaving for the Buccaneers, Brady opened himself up to potential criticism if he could never win a championship away from New England. All Brady did was immediately elevate the Bucks to a championship level and win his seventh and final championship in his first year with Tampa Bay. 
Brady was the greatest leader in sports, not only elevating his play in the most critical moments, but also elevating those around him on both sides of the ball better than anyone. Despite his college success, he faced an uphill battle to even make a notable impact in the NFL after he was a six-round pick, yet he went on to become the greatest. Brady was driven, and you could not ask too much of him on the field. I saw some interesting stats on Twitter from an account called Tom Brady Facts. Easy to find if you search for it. In games of throwing 40-plus passes, Brady had a 66 winning percentage in his career. Number two is Dan Fouts at 49%, so way behind number two. In games of throwing 45-plus passes, Brady had a 61% winning percentage in his career. Number two is Ben Roethlisberger, well behind at 44%. And then this one is the craziest. It goes up at 50-plus passes when Brady had a 67 winning percentage. Number two was Warren Moon at 50%, but then number three is Aaron Rodgers, well behind at just 33%. In retrospect, all the talk about Brady being a game manager or product of the Patriots offense or them having great teams and great defenses, it might be the most ridiculous mainstream narrative in sports history that caught on to some extent. When you put more on Brady's plate, he was better than anyone. The more you asked of him, the more he seemed to, the stats bear it out, separate himself from all other players in history. And keep in mind that Brady played much of his career before the league was opened up and things were made easier on offenses. Things are wide open as ever in today's game. And it wasn't always like that for Brady throughout his career. As things have really been geared towards the offenses more so in the past couple of years. Bill Belichick came out with a statement last night, and I'll read it. I'm privileged to have drafted and coached Tom Brady, the ultimate competitor and winner. Tom's humble beginning in professional football ultimately ended with him becoming the best player in NFL history. Tom consistently performed at the highest level against competition that always made him the number one player to stop. His pursuit of excellence was inspirational. Tom was a professional on and off the field and carried himself with class, integrity, and kindness. I thank Tom for his relentless pursuit of excellence and positive impact on me and the New England Patriots for 20 years. I don't think it can be overstated how nice of a statement this is from Belichick. Coach Belichick might know more about the history of football than anyone else in the NFL. So for him to call Brady the best player in NFL history, that's a big statement. I'm kind of getting chills just talking about it right now. The defensive genius calling Brady always the number one player to stop is another big one. Saying that Brady carried himself with class, integrity, and kindness is also very notable, particularly the integrity part. To me, that's basically saying that the Flategate and also Spygate was a total sham, which undoubtedly it was. If you followed the Flategate, it, yeah, I don't want to dwell on that too much right now, but that was not a fair situation to Brady at all. So yeah, huge statement from Belichick. And Brady responded on Instagram by saying, Thank you, Coach Belichick. I appreciate being coached by you, the greatest coach in NFL history, with three heart emojis, he added. I'm sure it meant a ton to Brady to read the statement from his former coach. They might not have always seen eye to eye, but that can happen when you have been together for so long and have different personalities and approaches. The love and respect they have for each other is still profound. Also, as I discussed in depth before, the only matchup between Brady and Belichick and Foxborough this season was a classic.
So that was awesome to get a close game between them in their lone battle after they dominated the NFL together for two decades. Yeah, perfect statement from Belichick. Brady was extremely inspirational with his work ethic. And even as someone that doesn't know Brady, his inner drive has helped inspire me to be the best that I can be. Overall, we will never see another football player or maybe athlete like Brady again. For decades and hopefully centuries, if America and the NFL endure, we'll be marveling at what Tom Brady accomplished. It's bittersweet to see him leave the playing field, but now we can celebrate his career and accomplishments in the years to come. Brady was a central part of some of the most entertaining games and memorable moments in NFL history. He did it with the utmost class throughout. We can thank him by giving it our all in whatever we do just as he did for 22 years in the NFL. So thank you and congratulations to Tom Brady. And I'd wish him luck, but I don't think he needs it. Okay, so I wanted this episode to focus on Brady. I think he deserved it. I know he didn't want the attention on him during the weekend when the news leaked that he was going to retire. Still, we'll have next week's show to talk about the Super Bowl more. You can check out my power rankings on wolfsports.com for more on the conference championship games. Patrick Mahomes didn't play well for the Chiefs. For the Niners, they were in a tough spot um, not being able to get the run game going. And that came back to hurt them in the end. And in the final drive, they didn't have much of a chance at all to do much. The Rams pretty much just shut them down with the pass rush. And Super Bowl 56 should be a fun one. There's also the head coaching news, including Brian Flores bringing a discrimination lawsuit against the NFL. That's a massive story. I don't want to get into it this show, but we'll talk about that and some of the coaching hires. They might all be filled, hopefully, by next week's show, the final show of the season, previewing Super Bowl 56. So we'll be back then. Thank you for listening to this sort of special edition episode honoring the GOAT Tom Brady. Thank you for listening and have a good weekend.